every transaction has a story, right? And so this is even starting the business and going into it. There's always a story that you learn more about yourself and more about how to structure the deal. And then, of course, every client or whether you're working on the landlord or the tenant side, there's always going to be an international flair, so to speak, right? That is Lesso Mall Development Long Island Director of Real Estate, Dominic Coluccio, noting the international nature of all commercial real estate transactions, especially relevant at Samania, New York. Lesso's exciting, untraditional retail experience under construction in Westbury. Main topic of today's episode of Spark, the Innovate Long Island podcast. Hop in the car, kids. We're going to the mall. This is Spark, the Innovate Long Island podcast, featuring up-close conversations with the inventors, investors, executives, and entrepreneurs fueling the dynamic Long Island innovation economy. Spark is a production of Innovate Long Island, the home of exceptional thought in Nassau and Suffolk and beyond. Today's episode is made possible by the generous support of Brandtelling, where professional marketing, communications, and brand building always starts with an interesting story. So, a global pandemic scrambles consumer habits and retail strategies, supercharges e-commerce, and cripples traditional brick-and-mortar stores. What's the commercial developer to do? Obviously, acquire a 750,000-square-foot suburban shopping complex that's basically collapsed under the weight of these dire economics, and then, clearly, build a new mall right down the street from an even bigger, long-established shopping destination. That's the plan, at least, for Lesso Mall Development Long Island, a subsidiary of a successful Chinese property developer that's remaking Westbury's The Mall at the Source into a different kind of retail experience, dubbed Samania, New York. Lesso's 2017 acquisition of the 38-acre property and subsequent reconstruction plans all predate COVID, of course. But the pandemic and its retail re-landscaping certainly threw a monkey into the wrench. Undaunted, Samania, New York has pressed on through the teeth of the shutdown and into the brave new retail world. Its drawing card, of course, is that this is no ordinary mall. Located just two miles from the ginormous Roosevelt Field Shopping Center, the cutting-edge complex trades dying department stores and funky food courts for high-end outlets and gourmet menus. You can catch a movie at any mall's AMC theater, but Samania, you can absorb the sights and sounds of the Van Gogh experience, or climb a rock wall, swing away at X-Golf, enroll your kid in a professionally coached esports league, etc. There's a long list of amazing foods and fun attractions, and plenty of exciting shopping and entertainment on the way. And today's guest is the person chiefly responsible for bringing it all together. Dominic Coluccio is the Director of Real Estate at Lesso Mall Development Long Island, where his primary responsibilities include vetting potential Samania New York tenants, negotiating complex lease transactions, partnering with regional industry and nonprofits, and otherwise creating an irresistible retail destination at a time when many shoppers prefer to stay home. And Dominic's quite the interesting innovator beyond that. He majored in business administration and marketing at the American University of Rome, and also studied abroad in China, 
Switzerland, and Africa. And he first applied all that international savvy at Brooklyn-based D. Coluccio and Sons, which is not just any family business. The iconic Italian food importer has carved a 60-year wholesale and distribution legacy across greater New York. Since joining Lesso in 2019, Dominic's been very busy rewriting the book on the modern mall. We're excited to hear how he's done it and what's coming next at Simania, New York. So Dominic Coluccio, thank you for sharing and welcome to Spark. Thank you, Greg. That was quite an intro and really exciting story to hear. I appreciate the opportunity to be on here and I'm honored to be a guest. Hey, this is an exciting story to tell, man. I mean, this is not just a mall and it's kind of it's kind of a, an injustice to call it a mall because people have vision in their head of what a, what a mall is. And there's a mall that fits that vision perfectly right down the street. And we'll get to that in a minute. But my, my first question for you is going to be, what is a Samania? But I figured it out. It's a species of flowering tree, and that's obviously the tree in the Samania New York logo. So now my first question is, for a mall, why a tree? Well, Samania is, yeah, it's a rainforest tree. So the, the, the reason behind it is that the tree actually protects everything that is under it. So our mission here at Samania is to not only, you know, create this unique historic destination and revitalize it both for Westbury as well as for Nassau County for everyone to enjoy, but it's also to work with our anchor tenants as well as our small businesses or anyone looking to start a business. And so we were, the team here is very proud of doing that. And we work with all of our tenants across to ensure that they are successful at Samania and stay here for the duration of the lease, if not longer. And by the way, for those keeping score, it's spelled S-A-M-A-N-E-A. And it looks like it should be Samania. But it actually it actually rhymes with lasagna. And, and thank you to Kathleen Caputi at Epic Five for that handy rhyming reminder. I think I've gotten it right ever since she said lasagna. So Yes, yes. Um, it, it's a great way to remember it. And yes, definitely acknowledgement to Epic Five for all the work that they do with us, as well as for all the partners, which we could talk about. But yes, yeah, Samania is is our brand. It is owned by Lesso Mold Development, and we are creating something very special here to this historic property. And we'll get back to the mall in a second, but let's get to know you first, Dominic. Now, you studied abroad extensively, four countries on three continents, including studies in Shanghai and Geneva and Ghana. How did that amazing path evolve? It just organically happened. I, After graduating high school in Brooklyn, I studied at Delphi Academy. And thereafter, I worked part-time in the family business at the Coluccio and Sons, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And literally, the writing was on the wall. And so I wanted to see more of outside New York and obviously explore more of my roots in Italy. My family, are they're Italian immigrants, and they came to the country in the late 50s. Mm-hmm. So it was not... Your parents or... Uh, my father was born there. He was born in southern Italy in Calabria. Uh And so he and his father, my grandfather, immigrated to the U.S. in about 1958, and they started then this business in 1962. So it was an opportunity for me to connect with my family there and distant cousins, as well as with my roots. Mm -hmm. So the writing was on the wall. I saw it one night taking a break between classes, 
And it was study abroad in Rome. And so I did that. It was right after 9-11, early of 2002 was my first semester there. And at the time, it was only just a temporary study abroad program. Mm -hmm. Way through the semester then, it is an accredited university, the American University of Rome. Mm -hmm. So I found an opportunity to transfer the, you know, the 20 credits that I had here in the in new york and i attended this school full-time so i received my degree from there i attended there about almost four years and i had the opportunity to then through aur study through other programs that they had connected with in other countries so immediately after i went to ghana and i studied at kokrabidi institute it was a month-long program to learn about west african politics and business and then and then i went on to do a program in geneva And at that time, it was just learning more, not only about myself and being submersed in this international environment, but it was also, you know, understanding different countries and and their their business practices, as well as the politics there. At the end of the at the end of the at the term of AUR, there was an opportunity to spend a month in Shanghai, and that was in 2005. So it was a great opportunity for what was happening in China at the time. It was right before the Beijing Olympics. And so I went to Shanghai University and I spent a month there. And if, if, if anyone asked me for advice to do it, I would say it's, it's definitely life-changing. It changed my life. I have friends in different countries all over the world, and we're still in contact. It helped me not only develop personally, but also professionally, where I'm very resilient and adaptable to change. I'm a quick thinker. And so obviously, if you're you know traveling, recreational travel or studying abroad, you get to hear different perspectives of different people that you're meeting with. So it has helped me throughout my career and continue to do so. So after all this international schooling, you're into the real estate business here in America. And let's not be fooled by the brochures. This business is as cutthroat as it gets. So These international perspectives that you've developed in school and working at a very successful international importer in Brooklyn, do these international perspectives help or hurt when you're when you're fighting the real estate fight here in in the U.S.? Fighting the good fight. Yes, it definitely it definitely added value to that and a very unique skill set, I think I could add. And anyone probably that has studied abroad or even anyone that comes from a family business or has worked in a business with that structure, it it helps you to learn more and to maybe develop professionally, right? More than what the family could teach you and provide. And I've learned so much working with family at a very young age, but there was never a time where you had a weekend just to, you know, be 13 years old and hang out and play. I mean, of course we were allowed that opportunity to do it, but it was really providing strong work ethics and a level of customer service at a very young age and being around in that business environment. So I was very fortunate and still am fortunate to be a part of that. It's it's in, in my DNA. So mm-hmm. I apply that, of course, even then obtaining a career in corporate, everything from government administration to nonprofit organizations, and then going into real estate organically. I always wanted to go into commercial. And so it just kind of organically happened where I went and received my real estate license, and then I joined a top-tier brokerage firm, mm-hmm. and I just built, over time, a retail leasing arm. It was very natural for me, but of course, there was always this learning curve. And so you learn more about yourself in this business, as well as running a business. My marketing experience definitely played a role into that, and I believe you know, it's, you know strong communication skills and building relationships, which is really key in you know, being successful in real estate. 
Simanya obviously has international roots and a Chinese parent company and things like 99 Asian Market, which is, I think it's Chinese imported groceries. I know it's Asian. I don't know. It's Taiwanese. Yes. Okay. So, so there's an international flavor at Simanya. I'm wondering as you were building that commercial real estate arm coming up through the ranks, did all of your transactions have these sort of international flares? And every transaction has a story, right? And so this is even starting the business and going into it. There's always a story that you learn more about yourself and more about how to structure the deal. And then, of course, every client or whether you're working on the landlord or the tenant side, there's always going to be an international flair, so to speak, right? And so coming into Samanya, New York and working with the Lesser Mold Development team, it, it's been a huge honor, right? And so I also take that into learning about different cultures and understanding them and incorporate that into working for, for Lesso. And so, you know, every day there's something unique where you learn more about the cultural aspect, but also on how to revitalize the property and redevelop a deal, there are many levels to it. So it, it is very exciting on, on not only on the local level, but also to work for for such a you know large company. So you're working with this large company and you've taken the reins of the Samanya redevelopment and then wham, pandemic. Construction stops, shopping stops, everything stops. And when it starts up again, things are very different. You know, shoppers get comfortable with e-commerce, people with things to sell get wise and they enhance their digital selections. In-person shoppers come back, but they come back slowly, or maybe they don't come back at all. So, I mean, things are different midway through this massive project. I, I mentioned at the top that Lesso Mall Development was undaunted by all this and, and kind of pressed on with its redevelopment plans, even as retail consumerism shifted. I'm wondering if maybe because what you guys are doing is so different from typical retail i'm wondering if maybe you weren't also emboldened in a way by this post-pandemic mm. well if i could take you back to that even prior to the pandemic even going back into being involved as a licensed agent and working in brokerage in manhattan and just creating a business you know from the ground up in in the real estate world it things can always stop right so you become any seasoned broker or anyone, any seasoned professional to always learn more about yourself and how you could reinvent yourself and reinvent your business and to further develop, right? So there's always going to be times where, you know, your, your pipeline of clients may stop or may, may get quieter than usual. And so you always have to, you know, quote unquote, roll with the punches. Okay. So obviously, when I joined Samanya New York in August of 2019, it was at an occupancy rate of 22%. That consisted of the former tenants from the source mall, which some of them we still have today under our tenant roster. And then I was very fortunate then to obviously, you know, hit the ground running and be a part of this revitalization. And of course, when COVID was slowly creeping up and went to a halt in March of 2020, we did sit there and understand where we were and where we're going to be and re-strategize. But also personally as myself, I, I'm the type I, I like to motivate myself and motivate my team to see differently. And I always enjoy challenging myself and learning more about fears and what I'm capable of doing as a professional and even on a personal level. Mm -hmm. So when, when the pandemic hit, just coming from my experience as a broker and always going through the unknown, because there are going to be always those times, you you have to know where you can become stronger. And so during that time, then we saw this opportunity 
where I was then negotiating with 99 Ranch Market. And that, that lease was actually fully executed in April of 2020, in the height of the pandemic, when there was that shutdown. And so we didn't know, you know, of course, there was an unknown of where COVID would take us. But that's, there- a, that's a pretty bold faith move by 99 Ranch. I mean, to go through with that deal at a time when nobody was at the market. When no one was at the market. They saw they saw the opportunity in Samanya, New York and at this property of what we're building. But again, going back to what I mentioned, real estate is about relationship building. And so it was building that relationship during the lease negotiations, during those site tours, and really providing that level of service. And so, you know, again, not to go back to you know, how do you build a real estate business, but it's not just about negotiating the lease and it's more about creating those connections here. And that's why it's so important to to do what we do here as a team at Samania. So yeah. And you mentioned re-strategizing during the pandemic. And I'm wondering, you also mentioned that there were some holdover tenants from the Fortune Off Mall, the mall at the source. Um, and then there was a re-strategizing. Was, was Samania, New York always going to be this sort of super high-end entertainment rock wall climbing destination type thing? Or was it originally going to be more of a traditional mall and then that plan got changed by the pandemic. The focus was to do more interior home good and the home sector tenants. So we were focused on furniture tenants, kitchen and bath and design. And we still have that today, of course. So we still kept our original model, but we re-strategized and saw the opportunity because of what our, let's say, ceiling height provided, which is something unique where we have 22 to even 40 feet to allow us to do these unique tenants like Empire Venture Park, which is an indoor recreational park that will soon start their build out and open at the end of this year, if not early next year, or even the Gravity Vault, which is a rock climbing tenant that will be on the second floor with it using the former food court space, which allows up to 40 feet. So yeah. we saw this opportunity to create this unique environment and this one of a kind destination. So at the time then, when we finalized the lease with 99 Ranch Market, which is right now the only 99 Ranch Market in New York State. And so we saw that opportunity to build from that and have a supermarket as one of our anchor tenants, which then if you see more about- Which is unique for a mall. Yes, unique for a mall, but it's actually very common now where malls are re-strategizing and revitalizing and bringing in other type of non-traditional retail anchor tenants like supermarkets or traffic type tenants yes so we we wanted to benefit from that and diversify our tenant roster right and so creating these unique opportunities and providing these one-of-a-kind tenant businesses for for anyone to visit your proximity to Roosevelt Field Shopping Center. Now, this is very much an ordinary mall, albeit one on steroids, and it's dealing with post-pandemic realities in its own way. Are you in competition with them? No, I don't believe so. I think what Roosevelt Field is, what they do is is great in providing traditional retail experiences for their customers and for the community. We're providing more entertainment in the sense of where we have about 25% right now is entertainment tenants, and we're approaching about 15 to 20% of our food and beverage tenants where we created Restaurant Row on Old Country Road. So it's something where people can entertain at Samania, New York, and if they wanted to do some shopping at traditional retail, they could definitely drive eight minutes or 10 minutes down the road to go to Roosevelt Fields if they wish. And so I don't believe there's direct competition. Again, it's more about creating these experiences for the community. 
Okay, monumental undertakings construction-wise, a $30 million facelift, and that's just on the outside. Lots of demolition, lots of reconstruction. One would imagine a lot of permits. How has it been dealing with uh, zoning and planning officials in, in Nassau County and the town of Hempstead? It's been it's been amazing. It's been very welcoming. The revitalization and the construction that occurred on the exterior of the property was a facelift, obviously, for the former source mall. And then we created two new egresses to the property, one on Old Country Road and the other on Merchant's Concourse, which allows customers to enter the property directly through the mall. When it was the former source mall, you had to walk through a tenant space to get into center court. So we created those new egresses to increase traffic flow to our interior tenants. Is there a a price tag on this project, a ballpark figure of the entire reconstruction effort? Well, the reconstruction for these two new egresses and the exterior, we were about $35 for enhancing the property. Um, and then also to further answer your question about, you know, working with the local government officials, it has been extremely supportive and welcoming. And, you know, everyone seems to be very excited about the revitalization of what we're doing here and, you know, bringing the property back to life. All right. So your tenants putting together this truly unique roster. First, is there like a formula, like 10 dining destinations, 10 entertainment destinations? I mean, are there metrics you're trying to accomplish or is it? How do, how do you choose? Well, of course, we want to diversify the tenants. We obviously want to create every food and beverage tenant or entertainment tenant. We would want to provide a unique experience so long as obviously tenants don't directly compete with each other. So, you know, we want customers and every visitor that comes to the property to where they can dine out at one of our authentic, you know, Asian cuisine restaurants or go to the Cheesecake Factory, which has been a tenant with us since 1998, or go to Dave & Buster's or Empire Venture Park or Climb a Wall, or even, you know, try out our new escape room tenant, Ryko's Escape Room. Mm -hmm. So the formula is to have tenants that complement each other, but also provide this unique tenant mix where, again, as I mentioned, they're one-of-a-kind tenants and it's creating more experiences. So it's a place where someone can come weekly and never be bored, right? And so we provided that even while you walk into the property on Old Country Road and Merchant's Concourse, mm-hmm. we partnered up with the Museum of Urban Arts, which is a nonprofit organization and, and institution to promote and educate people about street art and urban artists. So we, all of our barricaded areas behind the scenes, we're doing construction, but anyone can walk in and really enjoy this one of a kind murals that are created by our artists here through the Museum of Urban Arts. So it's That's a super destination cool. that we're creating for, for everyone to enjoy. Do you go out and recruit potential tenants or do they come to you or is it a little of both? We do a little bit of both. We have our exclusive broker, which is Colliers International, that we have a close relationship with. And so we've been successful in working with them, as well as working with all brokers throughout the brokerage community in Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we establish those relationships and you know can go out and maybe seek certain tenants that we feel would best suitable and complementary to our existing tenant roster. And then, of course, we are approached by you know some really unique, exciting tenants. Well, give us a quick run through of the current lineup. Uh, Last week, I wrote about a new discovery center, which's created by Apology, which is sort of interactive educational programming, and the XP League, which is a premier esports league that has professional coaches and and leans heavy into things like teamwork and sportsmanship. That's a fun story to write. That's a really cool idea. And it's just the latest Samania entertainment destination. 
Yeah, so Hambology has been a really nice addition to our tenant roster. Again, it's an enrichment after-school children's program. So it's definitely complementary to some of our other tenants that we have where kids and families can come here and go through their research lab or do esports, but then also participate in our other tenants, whether visiting X-Golf or Empire Adventure Park when they open, as well as the Gravity Vault. And so we recently- Gravity Vault opened already? No, the Gravity Vault is currently under construction. Mm-hmm. And so we're working through that phase. They're expected to open early 2024. That's indoor rock climbing. X-Golf is obviously virtual golf, and they have already opened. Who else is already up and running in there? We have our restaurant row right now. We have a Szechuan restaurant that recently opened this year. We have a Korean hot pot and barbecue restaurant that opened that is adjacent to the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, as we mentioned, we opened up 99 Ranch in April of 2022. That is located on the side of Merchants and Transforce Drive. And so you could explore everything from their elaborate seafood selection to buying general groceries. Mm-hmm. And then, if, as I mentioned, we have Fortune of Backyard Store, which is one of our original tenants as well. Sure. Um, from the former Source Mall, in addition to Dave & Buster's and the Cheesecake Factory. On the second floor, you had previously mentioned visiting Van Gogh. And so we partnered up with Beyond Van Gogh, the immersive experience. And so it's located on the second floor where you can go through and learn more about the life of Vincent Van Gogh. We also signed with a spa recently. So we're working with that. And that's complementary and adjacent to a personal training fitness center that we have, RecFit. So you can go and flip tires and box and then go right next door and receive a massage or a facial. So we're working with those tenants right now. Again, it's it's creating a tenant roster and diversifying the mix for something for everyone and so for everyone to compliment. I know you're like me deep in sensitive contract negotiations with potential tenants and you don't want to tip your hand or anything like that. What can you tell us about the future of Samanya New York? The future is very exciting. I'm really looking forward to the end of this year and next year to see everything that we could announce. We're working with some special bakeries that we have right now that would be on Old Country Road, which we are actually fully leased. We have two remaining positions left, combined about 5,000 square feet. So we have two unique special bakeries that we're working with in negotiations. On the second floor, we're working with everything. Meaning you'd open some sort of storefront to sell freshly baked goods from down the street? Something. Yes, exactly. So they would be on Old Country Road located to our restaurant tenants and it would be complimentary. So you can go- Oh, eat. I see. So they're going to be in the locations they're at currently, but- the existing tenants. Uh, but they next to your existing tenants, but they would then somehow come into the Samania. Samania, see, it's very yes, Samania. 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 They'd come into the Samania fold, but they'd still be in the locations they're at right now on Old Country Road, right? So we have we coined Restaurant Row, which also includes X Golf Restaurant and Bar. And we, we're welcoming Nanjing Jalong Bao, which is a Michelin-rated Bao restaurant that we're going right now under construction. Ishido Ramen, which is a specialty ramen restaurant that we're currently doing construction for. And then we have our two remaining positions, which I mentioned would be baked goods. Is this fun for you, Dominic? I mean, do you have fun putting together something like this? Yes, I, I would. It's fun. It's it's. I love what I do. It is uh, every day. It's sometimes I have to like pinch myself and, uh, you know, just remember even that th- just the opportunity that was provided to me. So I-, I love working with the team, the local team in New York, and then also corresponding with the HQ team in China. And so it, 
it's extremely rewarding. It's rewarding to create and revitalize this property and create a community. It's it's rewarding and to hear the feedback that we receive from the community, from the government, from our, our membership organizations. We're a part of the Association for Better Long Island, and then mm-hmm. also working with our brokers at Colliers International and the marketing team at Straightforward Media and Epic Five. And so working with all these entities and then going out there and speaking to the general public, just walking through the property and you know, speaking to customers or, or our tenants and learning more about how they're performing and what we can do better to serve them, to grow their business, but also enhance the property is very exciting and it's extremely rewarding. And so I, I take everything that was mentioned earlier about the experience coming in as a broker and also, you know, learning more coming in from the family business and just also being a native New Yorker and, and having memories from this property and of the former source mall and fortunate building and the history that we're creating and building on. And a lot so, of a lot of Long Islanders do have share those memories of that of that space. Yeah. It's great to hear that, exactly. And so it's exciting to hear the positive response, but also to learn more about what we can do better. And so we, during our construction phase and leasing with new tenants, we are, you know, we're in the process and we work with local, you know, community organizations, as well as operators to do events at the property. Right now, we have an amusement park in the parking lot. That was a partnership between Museum of Urban Arts, as well as Dreamland Amusement Park. And so that's happening to the end. It's about June 25th fifth would be the last day. It was about a 10-day amusement park. And then after that, we do fairs in the parking lot. We're promoting and doing an interior design show in October, maybe a fashion show in September to you know piggyback off of New York Fashion Week. So right. Lesso provides the local team this creative opportunity to you know, work with the community and, you know, and again, bring in different traffic and which not only supports our tenants, but also to have people come to the property and, you know, visit it and see what's happening here. Well, all of that is fun and it has been fun and rewarding talking to you today and learning all of this about the Samania project. Dominic Cluccio, thank you for joining us and for sharing today. Before you escape our clutches, we're going to play a quick round <laughs> of spark psychoanalysis game wherein we delve a little deeper into the minds of our amazing guests, a mall kiosk of the mind, if you will, where Auntie Anne asks the questions and we chip away at those cool 3D hologram photo block things to release your deepest memories and repair your cracked phone screen if you need it. Just let me know, Dom. There's two ways to play and you get to choose. Will it be word association or which is your favorite and why? I think I'll go with which is your favorite and why. The old classic, which is your favorite and why. I'll try my best. <laughs> he will do his best, Dominic Cluccio, for your entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Which is the favorite country or city where you've studied? Rome is my heart. So Rome is a beautiful city. Italy is amazing. The people, the food. So I, I of course, family connections, right? Family connections, my cousins everywhere. I mean, I, I of course, I have to say Rome, Italy, and I, I've traveled in you know so many other places than I studied in as well. But mm-hmm. it, it, to explore the world, but yes, I would have to say Rome if I'm only giving you one answer. But mm-hmm. I, I can go down the list. All right. Favorite current Samania entertainment destination? Putting you on the spot. That's a tough one. Well. Right now, we have entertainment, which is our first entertainment to come into the property in over 20 years after Dave & Buster's, which would be Mm X-Golf. And so it is providing me an opportunity to also 
learn more about golf, right? And so you could actually take golf lessons if you wish on this, you know, unique golf simulator. So that's something I'm willing to do. And then of course, when new tenants, are- right, well, we come back next week, you'll have another new favorite. <laughs> We're working on it. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, along that same vein, your favorite Samania dining destination. My favorite Samania dining destination. It, this is, you're making it very difficult for me now. Yes. That's the point. Of it depends. It depends on what I'm in the mood for. So if I want cheesecake, of course, I'm going to walk over to Cheesecake Factory, but I do have some specific menu items from them that I actually enjoy. It's I'm enjoying more and more of going to K-Pot. Sorry, where was that? K-Pot. We have our Korean hot pot restaurant that recently opened on Old Country Road. Mm-hmm. And so you could, it's a unique experience where you have this hot pot and I, you could choose your own broth and they bring this you know selection of items, whether from meats or certain fishes that you can actually cook in the broth. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's been very tasty and healthy. And so I've been enjoying going to them, but also then jumping over and enjoying some traditional, you know, Szechuan Chinese food. Awesome. All right. Your favorite non-Simania dining or entertainment destination? Oof. I, I mean, it, again, this is very, you're talking to someone who grew up in the food business and I enjoy the city. I mean, you know, you've got a lot of options. There are so many amazing options that I'm learning more about in Nassau. So just say Wendy's and move on to the next one. In Suffolk. I, 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 my comfort food, other than Italian food, is kosher food. So I really love Ben's Steakhouse. Ben. Kosher. Delhi, and so I enjoy going there and enjoying the corned beef and pastrami combo. Ben's Kosher Deli. Awesome. Sure. Yes. All right. Your favorite product imported and distributed by DiCluccio and Sons? Oof. I mean, the olive oil, of course, I would guess, right? So we have family, we have, family name, yes. Family label. Unique olive oils. They also import these DOP Samarzano tomatoes. And so I, I guess recently I've been really enjoying this. We have this truffle pesto that, that I love cooking with. And so I, I mix it up with chicken or pasta. And so I have fun with that. All right. Your favorite video game at Dave & Buster's? Star Wars. The Star Wars stimulator that they have. If they have a Star Wars stimulator, I mean, it was, it's a virtual reality Star Wars. Okay. You could wear. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. That, right. Star Wars fanatic. So I enjoyed that very much. Uh, I'm with you, brother. All right. Your favorite thing about living in Manhattan? The energy. Manhattan is amazing. The The food and beverage scene is amazing. But I'm also living out on Long Island a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so I'm enjoying this balance between city life and suburban life. And so more and more, I love everything about Long Island, the people, the food, and the new restaurants that are coming out here, as well as the entertainment. And so I, I'm enjoying more Long Island. So I, I think I'm becoming a Long Islander. All right. And last but not least, your favorite thing about assembling a unique 21st century mall? The creativity behind it and the memories that we're creating. So as we build more and more to know that that I, with the team, are a part of that and creating these new economic opportunities for new jobs and, and new tax revenue for the government, as well as you know, new opportunities for businesses to create under the Samanya umbrella would be, it, it's very rewarding and exciting. And so it's, it's something that I am an honor to do and lead. Awesome. Dominic Coluccio, you're a hell of a shopping complex curator, a terrific podcast guest and a great sport. Thank you again for sharing all this with us today. You're the man. Thank you, Greg. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. He is the director of real estate at Lesso Mall Development, Long Island. 
I am the editor over at InnovateLI.com, and this is Spark, the Innovate Long Island podcast. Sincerest thanks, as always, to retail-savvy Innovate LI President Marlene McDonald, intrepid man in the chair and former mall rat Arthur Germain, the president of Brand Telling, and both the sponsor and producer of this fantastic podcast. And of course, thank you, dear listener, for your time, your ears, and your minds. Back soon with another great conversation from the innovation economy's front lines. Until then, hold tight to your own retail values and keep on innovating. You've been listening to Spark, the Innovate Long Island podcast with host Gregory Zeller. To recommend a guest, please contact us at editor at innovateli.com. And to learn how you can create your own podcast, share your story, and otherwise become the go-to brand for customers in your industry, please visit our talented partner and generous sponsor at innovation.brandtelling.com.